0: well this morning I might need some children to help with a bit of information here and there but uh, before we before we begin or before I begin let's just bow our heads in prayer Heavenly Father open our ears to hear your word open our hearts to receive your word and strengthen our wills so that we can obey your word for Jesus Christ's sake amen A few weeks ago, <coughs> excuse me, quite a significant event took place here on the Outer Banks. Um, it was the coming, <coughs> for just a weekend, of something very special. It came on a truck and it went to the uh, place where they have the seafood festival I don't know what I can't remember what they call it but it, <coughs> that's where it went does anybody know what that very special thing was the healing wall yeah the healing wall which is of course a memorial Uh, to those who suffered and died in the Vietnam War and it's a three-quarter size wall uh, three-quarters of the size of the original one in Washington DC on that day (coughs) Chris had a friend staying with her (coughs) with us they were very excited about the coming of the healing wall. And they went in the car to the causeway. And they sat there waiting for the healing wall to come. And uh, they were going to greet it, as did many other people. And uh, after they'd been there a little while, along came... A bunch of motorcyclists a police car a fire truck a truck on which you could see nothing except healing wall and then a bunch of jeeps after that well Chris and her friend jumped out of the car ran to the side of the causeway there and waved they're American flags. Even English people now, or ex-English people, wave American flags because we're we're American too. They were so excited to see the healing wall, although you couldn't really see much at all of the wall. But it had come, and it has come. Uh, to the Outer Banks here on that special weekend. I don't know whether they were excited or disappointed or what, uh, whether they thought it went past too quickly, which it did go quite quickly, but they were there and they welcomed it. And uh, I want you to imagine this morning that you were on the road beside the road to Bethlehem on that first Christmas. It'd be a pretty busy road that day because, of course, there was a census, the Bible tells us, that. Caesar Augustus had ordered and the Emperor Quirinius had told everybody they got to go to their hometown to register. And so that road was busy, it also would have been dusty, it would have been probably quite cold as it got towards evening. But there as you look down the road, you would see something coming, some one coming. What was it? Jesus. No, it wasn't Jesus at that time. Who was it? Let's see on the next slide. Ah. A man with a woman on a donkey, walking, trudging, slowly towards Bethlehem. They'd probably been on the road about four days. It was only 80 miles from Bethlehem to Nazareth, and I googled how long it would take to get that far, that quickly, by car about an hour and 34 minutes. But walking with a woman sitting on a donkey, how long do you think that might take? Well, I'll tell you. Four days. They'd been traveling for four days. It was Mary and Joseph. And as they came towards us, we would see that they were a couple who had a secret. Maybe that picture gives us a clue what the secret was. The secret was that Mary was going to have a baby. Now, kids, who was that baby going to be? Thank you. Yes, yes, it was going to be Jesus that was born in Bethlehem. The Bible tells us how they knew that secret that nobody else knew at that time mary had been told by an angel you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him jesus he will be very great and will be called the son of the most high the lord god will give him the throne of his ancestor david and he will reign over israel forever his kingdom will never end and the man matthew had been not Matthew, Joseph, sorry, had been told too by an angel in a dream who Mary's baby would be. The virgin will conceive a child, she'll give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so as you watched you would see this very tired couple walking along the road towards Bethlehem. I guess it probably would have been late afternoon, maybe between lunchtime and supper time. And we know that when they got to Bethlehem, of course, there was nowhere for them to stay, somewhere very humble. Which was, thank you, a stable and a manger, where Jesus, whose name was Emmanuel, God with us, was born. Isn't that amazing? That God should choose a young woman and her husband to be Joseph, to bear his son when he came to this earth, to be the Savior of the world, to be Emmanuel, God with us. That is the most wonderful part. Of Christmas. This isn't just a story, it's truth, God's truth, that Emmanuel came to be with us, the Son of God. And so they would go on by and we would see them disappear down the road. And then if we waited a while as it got later in the evening we might well see another group of people coming towards us actually they were in a hurry it was of course the thank you shepherds it was the shepherds they were rushing towards uh, Bethlehem too They were saying things like, we've been told by the angel that uh, that the Saviour has been born and we're going to see him. And so as they went by, rushing past, uh, they were really excited. And uh, yes, this was what they'd heard. The Saviour, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem. They'd been told by the angel, you will recognize him. By this sign, you will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And so they rushed by. But it wasn't too long before they rushed back again. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in a manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. It was a group with a scoop. They'd seen the baby in the manger. They knew that what the angel said was true. And they were so excited about it, I can imagine things that they might have said. Praise God, it's amazing. What the angel told us is true. We've seen the baby as promised. The Savior is born. The Bible tells us that as they returned they told everyone and they praised and glorified God. They were excited about Jesus. Are you excited about Jesus this Christmas time? If you are, let's give a big whoopee. Whoopee! Great. It's a scoop that Jesus has come to the world. That God is with us. As Joseph was told, a group with a scoop. Told everyone that they could. Just humble shepherds. Isn't it amazing? that God chose shepherds, just ordinary working guys, first of all, about the birth of His Son, Jesus. You don't have to be important or learned. You don't have to have lots of money to be in a position of authority to know about Jesus. Jesus came for everyone, for children, for teenagers even, (laughs) for adults of whatever age, young, middle-aged, or ancient like me. Yes, everyone is a person who God loves. And for whom Jesus came to earth. And the shepherds were the first people who heard it. I hope you're excited, as you said you were, about the coming of Jesus, and I hope that you're as anxious to spread the good news about Jesus to a world definitely in need of that good news a world filled with strife filled with pain filled with grief filled with filled with problems of all sorts Jesus has come to this world to be our Savior, our friend, our Shepherd, our guide. A group with a scoop. you got that scoop too. Go and tell someone when you leave here this Christmas time about the scoop that Jesus has been born into this world. Okay, And so, they've come, they've come, they've gone, and they're praising God. And then sometime later, we don't know exactly how long afterwards, there was another group on the road to Bethlehem. A trio with a question. Who knows what the trio was? The wise men. Actually, we don't really know for sure that it was only three, but traditionally it's thought to be three because they gave three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, when they found Jesus. But their question was this. Where is the one? Who's been born, king of the Jews. We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. I expect you know the story that they saw that they were from the east. Probably they traveled seven or eight hundred miles. And I don't know when they started, but I do know that they got there in the end to Bethlehem. And when they saw the child Jesus, they worshipped him. And that's what God calls us to do. To bow down and to worship Jesus. To invite him into our lives so that day by day we can know his presence with us. How wonderful. Humble men were first to hear of Jesus. Wise men came shortly after to hear Jesus, to see Jesus. Jesus, again, I say, is for everyone. And they worshipped him. And God wants each one of us to spend our lives worshipping Jesus. And worship isn't just singing hymns, songs, saying prayers, it's living our lives in a way that pleases Him, serving others taking time to care for other people being concerned about the problems of the world and seeing what we can do to help alleviate them in fact all of our lives can be worship we can do everything as if we were doing it for Jesus. There was a lady who had over her kitchen sink in the days before dishwashers, when people washed dishes at the sink or washed their clothes even in the sink, she had a notice up over her kitchen sink which says, Divine Worship, celebrated here three times daily. (laughs) Anything we do can be done for the Lord Jesus, can be done to please him, and should be done to please him. And if we can't say, I'm doing this to please God, maybe we shouldn't be doing it. If we know that he wouldn't approve so there was first a couple with okay come on kids what was it a couple with a secret and then there was a group with a scoop The shepherds the first ones to hear of the birth of Jesus and then a trio with a question the wise men right who came to worship Jesus and this Christmas time we are called to worship Jesus the one who came to save us from our sins So for us, there isn't really a secret anymore because we know who Jesus is. There isn't really a a question because we also know where Jesus is because he's promised to come to anyone who invites him into their lives to worship and serve him. He comes by his Spirit into our lives. He's here today by his Spirit in each of you if you know and love and follow him. But there may be someone today who says well I know the story but somehow I don't know that I've really come to follow him to believe in him to trust him with my life whatever I go through to worship him not just with my words but with how I live, today you can. It would be the most wonderful Christmas you have ever experienced if you come and meet Jesus for yourself. As Jamie has so often said, it simply needs a prayer. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. That's why you came as Savior. I know that I can't manage my life by myself. I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong or haven't done that I should have done. And I really want you, who came and lived, and died to come to me, to be in me by your spirit and with me. And I will, with your help, follow you all the days of my life. There's a song that I used to sing many years ago. Next slide, please. It's this one. It is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, he'll welcome you. It is no secret what God can do. This day you can know the truth of that song. And just because I sang it, sang it the last time I preached, I thought my, I might end up by singing today. But who knows that song besides me? Oh, there's quite a few. Well, if you've got enough courage, will you come to the front, please? Good. One man. Good carer. Good carer. Just pick up the microphone from there. Oh, wow, this is good. This is good. No, the microphone. Okay, here we go. This is the uh, Outer Banks, Church of the Outer Banks. Quartet, quartet, quintet, Quartet, Sextet, Suplet, supp- well I don't know, anyway, there's a lot of them. Let's sing this. One, two, three. It, it is, is no secret, secret what God can you. do, what he's done for others, he'll do for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's a child's song, really, but it's true. Know it in your heart today. Now, Jamie's going to come, and we're going to move into the Lord's Supper, Holy Communion.